Hi everyone, it's Jordan James here from the What's on Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about the initial lineup for Star, which will be coming to Disney Plus in February in internationally. We'll be talking about Ricky Strauss leaving at Disney Plus. We'll be talking about the amazing show that is Marvel Le- Marvel Studios Legends. <laughs> we're going to be talking about that longer than that thing is. Um, and whatever else there has been during the week, because it has been kind of a weird week, but nevertheless, let's jump into to it so uh let's start off with star because disney kind of kicked off the year with the first kind of press release especially over here in the uk was kind of giving out details of the first few titles that are going to be part of star which is coming to disney plus in the uk across europe australia new zealand canada and also singapore on february the 23rd so they and that we got a, a, a little snazzy little trailer which was a bit of an odd one because I'll get into that in a minute, but they also, as part of that trailer, we got a few things announced, including that we'll be getting 24 Lost, Desperate Housewives, How I Met Your Mother, uh, Prison Break, The X Files, Atlanta, Blackish, along with um, some of the Die Hard movies. I think they Die Hard 1 and 2, and then they also had Live Free and Die Hard, or whatever the, whatever the last one was yeah. called. I yeah, don't know. The, There's only three Die Hard movies. Yes, yeah, we don't go past uh, Vengeance. Um, they also confirmed that uh, Love Victor will be coming as a Sky, sorry, as a Star original. And um, Big Sky, which is an ABC series, will also be a Star original. And on the Singapore trailer, it confirmed that Hellstrom is also a Star original since it's not date. It's basically any ABC or Fox or FX show that hasn't been as an airing on a TV network over here is basically becoming a star original. So kind of weird, really. It's kind of, it's like even like this week alone of like all this news coming up, like the scope of content coming internationally just has just vastly just changed um, in one week. Um, so we've got those three shows are, are technically, you know, they're going to be Disney plus, you know, exclusive for, for most of us. That's the only place you're going to be able to watch it. Um, so this all looking pretty good. The trailer kind of had a little bit of a mixed response, really, because a lot of people hadn't... I don't think they did a very good job in explaining what Star was to some people. Or also, some of the picks were a little bit random. I think they went for movies and shows that um, everyone was like, well, is that what we're getting? Like, no, you're getting... We're probably going to get, like, four, five, hundred, like, movies and stuff. But, like, just random things... I think they went with ones that are like available everywhere. They're going to be a bit rather than, and that's how they went for it. But um, quite um, quite a good kind of reaction, really, um, once people kind of worked out. I mean, you had a bit of moaning a little bit about the price going up. But I think most people have kind of grasped that if, it's, if, the, if the library's dub- doubling, the little price difference isn't too bad. But did you see all of this? I, well, I didn't see the reactions, yeah. no. no. Um, but... I did see the trailer. I did see most of the announcements. Um, I, I, I think the trailer they were sticking, not necessarily to stuff that would be available everywhere, but just stuff that would be recognizable. Because mm, yeah. uh, these are some of the big names that are going to be uh, as part of the launch. You know, I, I'm speaking from an American perspective. So the, internationally, some of these might not be very well known. But... Uh, How I Met Your Mother, that was a big show here. Lost 24, of course. Prison Break did really, really well. What was that? Family Guy as well. Family Guy, yeah. 
they showed it in the trailer, but didn't include it in the press release. I don't know why, but um, yeah, it's they didn't shows. just show it in the trailer either. It was it's fairly prominent in the trailer too. It's it's not like a flash and you miss it kind of thing. No, it's got yeah. its own little section. Yeah, um, on the Singapore trailer, we got to see Deadpool as well. Um, they, the thing is, with in Singapore, they did actually they they're not getting Love Victor by the looks of it because of their um, laws about um, LGBTQ. So they're not getting it over there by the looks of it. But um, it did confirm that they're getting um, Deadpool. It was just really weird seeing the poster that they had up or the the artwork for Disney Plus of having like the Mandalorian, Iron Man, and Deadpool. It just you know, with Star as like the sixth pillar and it was like, okay, that's how we that's how it's gonna roll. And it just I think having had the last eighteen months of this kind of especially like this time last year when we were in Disney Plus baby mode, it's just quite a quite a quite a big difference from a year ago of like we were there going, you know, everything's cancelled because it was too not family enough. And here we are in the UK a year later, like, oh here's Deadpool and Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I actually the poster for it for me is Love Victor because that was the one where it was going to be a Disney Plus show yeah. and they're like ah we don't want this on Disney Plus yeah. too controversial too yeah. uh, raises too many questions now like hey look we've got Love Victor over here on Star yeah. don't you want to come and watch that and uh, yeah it's just a, a complete 180 since a year ago which. I think it's great, and I, I hope that we continue to see that also move into the American market. Obviously, there will be some international things. Um, mm. I don't think the Philippines will be alone in uh, yeah. in their LGBTQ. I think it's Singapore. Uh, Singapore. Sorry, Singapore. Out, yes, they haven't announced the Philippines yet, which is right, weird. Sorry, if they had Disney, they had Disney Life for years, and like they had it taken away, but they didn't have it come in. So I always thought that was a bit odd. I do think you know this is ultimately. I think if if Star becomes successful and they see the data coming in, that is what, you know, that will help towards, you know, bringing this content into the US market as well. Ultimately, you know, if they see it's working, then that's, you know, you're going to see a big shift. But yeah, Disney Plus is about to go through this massive shift um, around the world. And, and it's just, it's a real shame that really Latin America and America, or the US, are not getting that kind of hope. Because I imagine... I, it's it's a, such a weird thing of how this has all worked out, but the thing of it being Star Originals, it was always a bit like, well, how, how is this thing with Star Originals going to work with thirty five a year? That's a lot. How that's all going to work? And then it's like, already we can see, oh right, so basically anything that um, anything that's just essentially an ABC or an FX or a Hulu original essentially becomes a star original the thing is with some of them though it doesn't quite work because if they've not got inter international distribution rights because that's what's seeming to be happening a little bit with the hulu stuff I and mean, every time there's a hulu thing and that's like right who oh they've just got the us rights you know and you're just trying to work out what's going on but you know things like solar opposites is coming back for its second season in on hulu in march and they, they showed it off during investors day and it's like that's made by 20th Century Studios. Again, so Star Opposites looks like that will become a Star Original. It's just quite just strange, sort of, with all these ideas of what they're doing. Well, the the lingering contracts and the lingering uh, distribution deals will be something we'll be talking about for years to come, honestly, although it will start to trickle off eventually. But Yeah, I mean, I think that is one thing that's going to happen probably with Star a bit of internationally, there might be even more splintering because of 
the rights for different countries, you know, like here. But also it was confirmed, I think it was the variety at like, for example, here in the UK, Lost is on Amazon, but it will be shared, so it's going to be shared. So I wonder when sort of Disney made a load of the last like deals, whether or not they were ex- they weren't maybe exclusive to. Th- so it was like, well, you can have it, but we if we want to use it, we can use it as well. And that kind of they've been because a lot of stuff start getting sharing out. Um, it's kind of weird, like with all these Hulu originals. There's one called The Great, which was um, it just started airing here on Channel Four, so I started recording it. Um, but again, there's so many shows that aren't actually made by Disney, and I think you can see that shift of what Disney are doing themselves in terms of their company of you're going to start seeing that less and less. They'll be picking stuff up, but they didn't really get into too many announcements at the investors day about what's going to be happening with the, the Hulu lineup. But yeah, it's just, just all this content this week was just a little bit like, Oh, okay. This is really kind of how they, how they were going to promote it and seeing it just branded as star within it's, Oh, even like how do you how do you how like even just writing out a, re- a news report or like well how do I write this you know is it coming to Disney you know like even it's such a weird and I was like I needed like Disney to sort of state how it was happening before you could kind of work out what was going on. <laughs> this is the I don't want to say problem, but this is the reality of globalization. Yeah, uh, you, you can't truly do everything everywhere because yeah. local rules local contracts local etc and now of course disney made it even more complicated by having star everywhere except america and uh yeah yeah so I, yeah you yeah. get to figure so, that one out yeah so i am i will admit on the on the website on the channel and on the youtube channel and stuff i am trying to be very kind of like, trying to be as open as i possibly can in the titles and in the descriptions at the beginning the state where if it's, it's disney plus internationally or um, Hulu, because ultimately now it's just vastly just changed all the content, the amount of content we're covering. It's just changed in, in about a week. <laughs> Suddenly, like, oh yeah. yeah, these are these are all, and it's like even like what we'll be talking about. You know, when I fire up, go, well, you know, what we were watching on Disney Plus, I'm gonna, it's, I'm going to start, you know, obviously talking about these shows because to me they are in my Disney Plus app, like, you know, like any other movie or show, you know, and that's just, you know, we've already been talking like Agents of Shield. I've been talking about that the last like two months. Well, you guys aren't getting it there. You know, there is. Well, different- well, we're not getting it. it here, but it's already been done yeah. for a year. Uh, but yeah, it's not on Disney Plus yet. Yeah. But yeah, so I'll be, I'll be watching the later. I think, I think we're up to like the, I think next week might be the finale. So um, of season of the last season. So I've been, I've been really enjoying that. It's been, it's been kind of nice having, like we said, the last few, the last like two months with the right stuff, the Mandalorian and I've been watching the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I've had like, couple of different shows going on and then obviously we got one division starting next week um which they have confirmed is nine episodes and um there was also it's kind of like a weird one they kind of i don't know there's some information went out for a press release but it didn't go out to everybody that there's gonna be two episodes dropping on friday next week um which kind of like some people go oh they've never done this before it's like well no they did it with the right stuff just no one paid any attention except for us because <laughs> we like oh, the show <laughs> Didn't the first season of The Mandalorian had the first two episodes dropped as well? At least in America. Yeah, I know, because you had one on the Tuesday and then you had the one on the Friday. Oh, uh, that's right. So yeah. it was, um, so they're going to drop two, but then I think they're only going to be like 30 minute episodes to begin with because they're like classic TV um, sitcoms. Yeah. The, the first couple, I think, 
Paul Bettany's sort of saying about how eventually does become a proper MCU show. It's just it initially kind of does the going through the years, setting it up. So I think we might have a few short episodes and then like get a bit longer once they kind of get into like essentially the real world. Uh, but we'll still have eight weeks worth of it, which is yes. going to keep us going for a while there. Yeah, and then a week off, then we go into Falcon, as you can see, with my new chazzy new um, gear. <laughs> well, that's, with no no disrespect intended to WandaVision, that's the one I'm really looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then obviously that leads into Loki in May, and then we're going to lead into What If. That will then lead into Miss um, Marvel, which then leads into Hawkeye. So we've got a fantastic year of Marvel content coming up, um, plus all these other shows that are coming we've got all the you know then i'm going to be throwing in all the star originals suddenly now it's you know it is just like okay 2021 except for this week where um let's be honest this had to be one of the weakest weeks for disney plus i have probably ever seen i mean for disney plus original like the whole hype for like marvel studios legends i'm going this is gonna i'm not sure this they're being very quiet about it Uh, it's like What's it going to be? And then I watched it. And then I'm like, okay, that was a very, very well-made fan trailer. Um, and I, a very well-made, very highly polished, very well-edited. But it's like, you didn't include, they didn't include a clip of them talking about the character. They didn't include, you know, maybe an introduction. or. And I got to the end of it. And then having two episodes drop, I was like, to be honest, I kind of felt like with the Vision one, I was like, well, I've already seen all this in the in the one of it it was a what did you think of it yeah there was definitely the problem that since you're doing wanda and vision a lot of their story arcs overlap so doing an episode on wanda and doing an episode on vision you're kind of be like well uh here's the stuff that they're both involved with i didn't think it was bad um fan trailer sounds pretty accurate though well made fan trailer but still very well made i'm I'm not disputing how well it was made yep now it it's a decent refresher though a really quick seven eight minute actually a bit shorter once you cut out the titles and and all that but of uh, this is their story arc these are the characters from the movies uh just quick reminder so you don't have to go back and watch age of ultron and uh infinity war and civil so, war if, if you if you don't want to because they, they are a, yeah that is a, a decent time uh sync to go through so just quick reminder and then move on and they will be completely forgotten about. Um, I expect we'll get another one when Black Widow is coming closer to, Fal- to Falcon release. And the Winter, with Falcon and the Winter Falcon Soldier. and the Winter Shoulder, of course. Loki will Loki. probably get one when Loki pops in. Um, and then Hawkeye? for what What if we could see a couple that might tie into that? Because yeah. what if especially you need to have that um, you know, reminder of what the characters were in the MCU. So when yeah. they do, when they do something different, you can go, Oh, right. That that's right. That's, that's why. This yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, we were saying this in the, in, on the Facebook group, we were like, they're not going to be able to do this for Shang-Chi or for Miss Marvel or for Kate Bishop or for the Eternals because we've not established that. And I think as they are, they are perfectly good ways of refreshing yourself before the series. But I just feel like the way, of putting them out as a Disney Plus original as the way it was. It was a bit like, this could have just been a trailer on YouTube. It was, um, I, there was, I think there's a lot, I just saw a lot of hype, a lot of excitement and a lot of expectations today, a few days running up to this series. And I'm there, and I'm there watching them. And I'm just going, oh, I think they're going to be so disappointed. And I, I mean, I had a feeling what this was going to be. 
But when I watched it, I was like, oh, people are going to be watching this and not necessarily annoyed, but I can see that people are going, really, that was all you're giving us? Um, it, it wouldn't be a problem if anything else was released this week. Yeah. Anything at all. <laughs> uh, but there wasn't. There was I mean, literally the, nothing. I mean, the US, you, you did at least get like a f- Disney Fam Jam and then you got f- the Fernad Moody, which I, I, I do want to watch. Um, literally okay. nothing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, I mean, Fernand is at least I, I, that's I do an Oscar nominated. That's, that's, an, that's an Oscar nominated movie. Um, and so, therefore, I, it's like that. And then, like, um, here in the UK, we got like Expedition Amelia, and obviously, we got Shield. But then, like, uh, Australia got that was it. It was literally a, um, Marvel Legends and the Clouds Extra. And I was like, oh, that, that's, 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 literally you got two extras. That was all you got in Australia and New Zealand. Was that, yeah, f- that's, flashbacks, that's a- flashbacks to last year, certainly. <laughs> I was it, a bit like, and it's like, if you did that one division coming up, you'd be like going, this is, I probably would have been a bit more, but like, okay, you've been on a run the last 10, 12 weeks of some great stuff. But yeah, I did find, like, think that was a little bit weak. And uh, overall, actually, I felt like with January, it's been very much along the lines of, right, we've got one division and that's all we're kind of doing because popcorn, you know, that's again feeling like a little bit of um of an afterthought. And this whole Klaus extra stuff is just like, really, you're dropping this stuff weekly. This is not, <laughs> I don't know. It's I, very strange. I will admit I, I have kind of appreciated though the calm. It's let me get caught up yeah. on some other stuff and, and not have to stress about watching things before the podcast stresses the, the wrong word. I don't get stressed watching <laughs> Disney stuff unless it's yeah. like the big fib or something like that. Um, <laughs> in which case I just put it on in the background yeah. and, and uh, absorb it through osmosis. Mm. But yeah, it, it, it has been a little bit nice. I got to finish up Star Trek Discovery, and honestly, that was a complete waste of time, which I would have been very offended if I had t- done that over uh, some yeah. Disney shows. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. The thing is, this is the last week that we should have like this, too, because with WandaVision starting next week, it is back-to-back Marvel for the rest of the year. I mean, yeah. there's, there's, there's the occasional one-week or two-week gap in there, but they, there should be things to fill those. Well, we, this is the thing. If they've lined up a lot of stuff to be coming up, but ultimately, right now, filming is again shut down in um, California, and you know the filming over here in London and stuff is starting to get shut down as well, because this is what we always said was going to start was always going to be the thing. We were always going to have this drought, pretty much from like now to Easter, where all the stuff that would have been filmed over the summer isn't available. So in some ways, WandaVision and Falcon will see us right through till May. So that is, that's fantastic. I mean, each, each one, that episode enough is probably, I think, enough to kind of keep most people happy or most, you know, you'd be like, oh, we're getting something, we're getting something. Um, but the thing, the lineup of new shows, the lineup of movies and stuff, I mean, we got Flora and Unices coming next month, but a lot of the stuff they announced is all seem to be lining up to come later much later down the line yeah well the stuff at the investor call yeah. which of course is well got most of the headlines over the last couple yeah. of weeks um but we shouldn't yeah we shouldn't uh discount the stuff that's actually coming just because like the the stuff we're super excited for is mostly coming down the road mostly the stuff mm. with the star wars attached to it uh doesn't mean there's non-marvel 
uh, yeah. interesting things coming down the road this year. There's a, there's a number of shows that they've they've announced in the past. There was like a Wolfgang Puck documentary. There was a Mickey Mouse documentary. There's Ink and Paint. There's a few other like things that they announced like a year or two ago that hopefully we will see in the coming months. Some of the National Geographic content as well. I'm hoping we get a few little um, sprinkles of non because they're going to have to do that. They are going to have to sprinkle in. You know they can't rely 100% on Marvel, but yeah, just really, just really looking forward to it. It's kind of, it's just nice to have a lot of content to be looking forward to. Like I said this week, and actually, all I mean, I watched, um, I've just watched a few movies because um, we've got a few um, episodes of our movie club coming up this weekend. For everyone, we've got the Avengers: Age of Ultron that me and James did, um, and then in the next few weeks, I spoke with Jeremy, who does reviews on the website, and we've got episodes going up for uh, what did we do we did uh oh, i can't even i've gone completely oh we did coco we did the wolverine and we also did um ralph breaks the internet so they're all available now for the patrons and youtube channel members and also um we've also got some more coming up in the future so there's all kind of some extra little episodes coming up but they're released weekly for everybody else um let's also talk now a bit about um, some of the information as well, some of the stuff that's been going on backstage because the president of original programming and content creation, Ricky Strauss, is going to be leaving at Disney Plus. He's been very impactful in launching Disney Plus and he's been there for a while, but due to the kind of re moving around of basically um, the restructuring, what that's meant is we've kind of yeah, it's just his, his job kind of, by the sounds of it, is just gone. Did you see this? I read the article um, yeah. and you know, I, I read the press release, which yeah. is you know, standard press release. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I believe it at face value, but we're obviously not getting 100% of the story. That said, uh, you know, a lot of what we have been talking about the last several weeks are things that probably were put in motion by... Yeah. Uh, Mr. Strauss. So hopefully his successor uh, follows a similar vision, follows a similar uh, ideology and is, is able to make the deals to get these shows run, uh, created. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, um, it is just, just, uh, I want to say kind of this thing of his run obviously was there to get, you know, to get Disney plus launched. And at the time when they were launching it, Disney Plus was its own separate little thing and they kind of, you know, but you come up with your shows and your movies and all the rest of it. But the TV and the movies people, they're still doing their thing. They've still got, you know, they've still got to keep the, you know, keep the motor running and, you know, that's their thing. You go and start this new thing up for us. Whereas like then 2020 hit and it's like, yeah, you see this stuff over here? Yeah, all of you guys are now doing that. <laughs> and I think it did kind of get to the point of going, now everything is streamlining through uh, Disney Plus. It kind of, the idea of there being, you know, they basically went to the studios and everyone said, right, you need to make originals. Just give it, you have to give us your best stuff. And I can see how, you know, there is no need for them to go off and like have someone specifically make, I mean, there is still somebody going to be kind of making the content, coming up with the ideas and stuff and maybe pitching it and dealing with all the rest of it. But now that Disney's kind of got rid of that whole them and us between the TV and the Disney plus thing, you know, you can see how that overlap is completely gone. There will always need to be, if not one person, then at least a, a couple of people who act as the 
the guiding hand of content creation and they need to be able to say, okay, we've got a full slate of Marvel stuff. Um, Star Wars is looking good. Maybe not this year, but next year we've got a lot of, so where do we need to fill in the gaps? We need some more Mickey Mouse. We need some more Donald Duck. We need some other originals. And, and this was what he did. Uh, Sorry. That sounded like a question. It's a statement. This is what he did. He, took all these different properties and made sure that there was somebody or something for everybody. I'm having a hard time talking yeah. tonight. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I think as a whole, you know, we've seen this whole thing of the, the, the whole kind of major, or if you look back at like the investors day of 2029, so 2029 of 2019, <laughs> I've um, infected you apparently you passed it, you passed it across. <laughs> it comes through digitally. Um, so all of the big names that we saw, you know, Angus juice, Ricky Strauss, Kevin Mayer, as of the end of this month, they've all gone, you know, they've all been replaced They've all. And as a lot of it seems to be the fact of their roles kind of evaporated because of how, you know, Disney have completely streamlined this, everything and going, it's all going through Disney plus and whether or not we're seeing the bumps at the minute, but you know, the amount of content that they've lined up, you know, the teams have all been readjusted and the way that the TV studios have all been readjusted and all the rest of it. It's, it sounds to me a lot like on the lines of like we do not now that we're now we're confident in this thing we don't need a separate division yeah yeah no I, there's not much yeah. else to add on to yeah. that um i would can i would expect that we'll continue to see streamlining and mm. bringing people under not necessarily one roof but at least under under the guidance of mm. one roof so movies will still be overdoing their thing regular television show will be doing their thing until television's no longer relevant. Uh, but there will be this one person or this one team of people going, all right, these are your, these are your toys. You play with those. These are your toys. You play with those. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm still waiting on, uh, I don't know when it's going to happen because I know it's going to happen at some point this year where they are going to switch up what they're doing with National Geographic and Disney Channel of stuff becoming available on the same day or the day after you've got to think that that's going to be coming down the line at some point because Hulu's already got it with ABC and FX, you know, they've already got that in place. And it's just like, you can see how they might say it's going to debut on the Disney channel, but at some point they're going to have to pull the trigger to kind of do it. And whether or not it's, it's this year, eventually that will be kicking in. And I think they have to get that strategy right as well, because at the minute, you know, you know, shows are started on the Disney Channel, and then they come to an end, and ha- you know how they all roll out internationally and stuff. I think we will see it at some point to kind of st- completely streamline that that level of the TV. And now, you know, when they when the Disney Channel put out a press release, they also mentioned Disney Plus because it's coming to it, rather than at the minute they never do. You know that, and that's been something we've been dealing with for like the last two years. But I think eventually that will, that will slide away. I kind of liken it to way back in the day, you would get trailers. I, you still see them on trailers now, but you would get trailers and be coming coming exclusively to movie theaters in blah, yeah. blah, time. And for a while there, that was true. You know, if you didn't catch it was in the theaters, you might get lucky and catch it on TV three or four years later. Yeah. But after a while, you're like, oh, no, no, it's exclusively in, in theaters for now but it'll be on VHS and then later DVD. And, the, and now it's, it's more like it'll be in theater, theaters for three months and then you can get the Blu-ray or it'll be on yeah. Netflix or whatever. I mean, I am, exp- I mean, it's going to be interesting when like 
cinema kind of re, it refires back up again properly to see how the the release windows have they changed have the decisions changed in the last year because you know you think the last one that got released properly was onward but not even the it wasn't even that the last one that we really saw was skywalker which was like you know from 2019 when it got released and that got released on may the 4th you know and that was like five months but of course we're we're we haven't had a really a proper cinema release since then because onward didn't count yeah and and honestly i don't know if rise of skywalker counts because we may have only gotten it because they're like here have content yeah yeah, so it's it's like yeah, and Frozen they pulled it forward three months in um in the in most places other than over here we had to wait because of the sky deal, but you know the last one I mean we're talking the last time we had a proper like movie wait was way back in like was Toy Story four maybe that was the last time we had to wait the proper amount of time where it was like January January last year it dropped on the Disney Plus like yeah. six months afterwards I mean we talk a lot's changed since then. Um, yeah, so, and I mean, at the minute, you know, cinemas here—they're all shut. You know, we're in we're in a lockdown for at least a few more months, and there's no cinemas. Out. France have just done the same thing. You know, everything is—you know—the box office is not back to normal. You know, I know everyone wanted to go into 2021 and get back, and everything was—it's like, you know, the 2021 is still going to be a rope a year, and Disney kind of giving themselves a little bit of scope with this whole thing with. Premier Access, because I, I don't think they're going to keep delaying stuff. I don't think we're going to have that same problem and keep pushing stuff back to 2022, because I think they know that they've got they've got a backlog. They, they, 2021, they're gonna, we are going to get a lot more Premier Access stuff. I, you can see it coming, because we're not just going to open the gates in May and all be allowed and everyone's going to flood in. It it might be years before we see another movie make a billion dollars at the box office, even even accounting for inflation and, and fun things like that. Uh, I got an email from my local theater. We're going to be open next Friday. So not the day that we're recording this, but the week after. I'm just like, uh, good luck. But it was very interesting because they their lineup of movies that they had available, it was very clearly targeted towards a specific audience as like this is the audience of people who don't think this is a real thing this is an audience that uh even if they do think it's a real thing they don't take it seriously and it's just like well that strategy will probably work for them at least a little bit yeah i mean i yeah over here we're, we're talking at least easter before um they'll be able to reopen at the earliest um so yeah so i mean even just like raya and the last dragon you know that can't be released in cinemas over here because they won't be open you know, that's, just, you know, so it becoming a, on this premier access means that Disney can kind of carry on with their scheduling and kind of keep pushing forward. Um, and I'm kind of in, in some ways, if they release every movie of 2021, both systems, I'll make the decision either way, you know, maybe by like September, I'll be more inclined, you know, go, oh yeah, we'll go. But yeah, right now it's a complete, you know, we're literally being told we have to stay home. So it, nothing, nothing has changed. So it is going to be seeing how all that works out. Um, like I said, though, we had um, it was a bit of a, a like I said, a, a strange week for news because obviously midweek everything kind of stopped. Um, but before we go any further, I just want to um, briefly just mention our Patreon, where you can help support the podcast and the channel, and you can also um, 
kind of get access like to those movie club episodes a little bit earlier. Also, they, we had a vote on movies to see. And if you're at a certain tier as well, you can even suggest movies because there's a couple of movies that we're going to be doing in February that've come from patrons as well. So I just want to go up with some shout outs. First off to Sarah, who is our executive producer level. Huge thank you for all of her support. And a few of her suggestions. I did actually watch Bolt that she wanted, want, that we'll be doing next That's month. That's a fun movie. Yeah. Um, um, also a big thank you to Andrew, Jamie, Jacob, Chris, Darren, The Juice, Lauren, and What's on Netflix, all from Patreon. While on YouTube, I'd also like to say a big thank you to Dawn, David, The Bad Dog Gamer, Martin, Adam, Jeremy, and also Joshua. So again, huge thank you to all of the support for all of that there. Let's now, um, this week, again, The Mandalorian jumped into the second spot on the Nelson chart. Again, as we were, I think that was the penultimate episode of The Mandalorian was about to drop. So kind of continued to push up the charts on the trending which is always good and i'm sure next i'm sure next week it will be hitting number one for the finale because i'm sure a lot of people check that one out and probably checked it out a couple of times as well um, yeah, and there was uh there was not any major competition in terms of like Im- super important episodes that weren't the mandalorian that week yeah and the thing is again like net the, the office is at the top at the minute because back in december a lot of people were watching it before it was leaving Netflix to go to Peacock. So that was why that one had jumped back up. So I can suspect we will see Disney Plus in the Nelson charts for probably most of the year with all the Marvel stuff. And I suspect, you know, we'll see Soul and stuff drop in there. But it's just nice to see Disney have got that one in there because it's absolutely dominated by Netflix. Netflix completely just dominate the, the what people are watching um hbo max and um hulu and stuff just don't seem to ever get any get a crack near what the netflix shows are putting out and they even reflected in the like the most pirated shows of the year from 2020 um the mandalorian was number one and not a single show from netflix was in the top 10 it's just kind of yeah it's interesting because you can read that a number of different ways. You can read it as there's no interest, but you can also read it as Netflix has made it so easy that it's not even worth pirating their shows. You you have a Netflix subscription. You can watch Stranger Things and uh, Tiger King and uh, Queen's Gambit and all that. And, and you don't need to pirate it. And yeah, uh, Netflix is, I think that Netflix is available in more, it's available in more countries. And those originals available everywhere. Whereas I think with The Mandalorian, and I am going to say this straight off, with especially with season one, <laughs> was a lot. It wasn't out here in the UK. It wasn't out here till March. So as far as like Brits were concerned, we'd gone five months without having access to The Mandalorian. Now I know for my friends, they all watched it. <laughs> so um, somehow, somehow. I mean, I watched it, but and I but I watched it through uh, Disney plus. So I did, I got around it, but I, I watched it through Disney plus. And paid but it, it's also I, worth pointing out. You did circumvent I, it, I, but I, it I, was a heck of a trial to get that to work. Yes. It was a heck of a way of doing it through VPNs and stuff and all the rest of it, but I got it to work since March. Didn't have to worry about any of that. Cause it's, it's great. If I can just turn TV on and it's there, but I know a, a lot of my friends watched it. And um, it was like, and they go, and I did, I bet you to a couple of like, use VPN, like, no, like, okay, that's fine. Um, and it's that thing of, I know people were doing it because Disney made it not available. 
And I know some people are like, well, it's still a legal flight. Yeah, it is. But Disney made a decision at that point to not launch globally. And that comes with risks. And by, you know, there are still countries in the world that do not have Disney Plus. You know, Latin America only recently launched. You know, the whole of Africa is not available. There's still places in Eastern Europe it's not available. There's still places in the Middle East, in Asia, that it's not. So therefore, it still makes it that people are going to want to get hold of it. Because if you want to watch it and it's not available on any other networks and everyone's talking about it online, because people are, it incentivizes people to do it. And also there is the other thing that some people now are going, I'm not subscribing to all these different networks. And that's a whole other, there's, to me, there's like two different issues going on. You've got the, the access and I, and I fall into that thing of, if, if a company will not make the content available to you legally, you're then encouraging people to go after it illegally. That's, that's the way I look at it. If you, if you can't buy it, if you make it nice and easy for people to get, they will do it. Most people will do it that way. If you put up, you know, if you make it available easily and cheaply, people will do it. But if you don't give them that option, kind of you've, you've opened it all up, you know, rather, oh yeah, you can wait six months for it. That's not, you know. I, I'm, I'm always reminded of way back in the day when Game of Thrones was brand new um, you know, that first season, it was not available anywhere except on HBO. Yeah. There was no HBO Max. There was no HBO Go. You couldn't buy it on iTunes or Amazon or any of those. And people were literally begging HBO, put this on iTunes. Let us yeah. buy it. We will give you money. Let us buy it. And HBO wouldn't. And then unsurprisingly, at the end of the year, Game of Thrones was the most pirated show. And it, it well, was for several seasons. Yeah, literally, this year was the first year that it wasn't because there was no Game of Thrones. So that was why it wasn't number one. Why Mandalorian <laughs> that and Africa. that last season, man, jeez. <laughs> See, I, only, I never got past halfway through season two. So I was... Um, I, I Save I, yourself. Just don't yeah. bother. I, there was that thing of lockdown one and lockdown two where I thought maybe I should start watching it. And I mean, lockdown for anyone there. No, no. Yeah. Um. <laughs> not, not to tangent too much. The simple fact that, that game of Thrones ended right before lockdown, not right before, but you yeah. know, lockdown should have been prime. Yeah. Uh, let's rewatch and rewatch and rewatch game of Thrones. And nobody was, I think that tells yeah. you everything you need to know. Yeah. It was, it's, I think again, it's, it's that's to me is the big issue. I mean, I remember, Way back when I was, as like, like shows like Smallville. Um, this is back when DC had like one show, you know. And we over here in the UK had to wait like nine to ten months for the season to start, you know. Then they would, and I remember, you know, being and it was like yeah, you just you just streamed it and or downloaded it because it was like, like all you know, all your friends and stuff and everyone's talking about it and going, well, hold on, you want me to wait ten months? Well, it was it wasn't even that. By the time it. Uh, the the finale was coming on TV over here. It'd been like nearly eighteen months. It's like, you know, those days luckily made Nimi seem to have gone, but that's one issue. But then you've got the other issue of how many people want to subscribe to platforms. You know, especially now, you know, if you're in the US and you're looking at all these different shows, you want to watch, you know, Star Trek. You've got to have CBS All Access. If you want to watch um, the Wolf show on HBO Max, or if you want to watch The Mandalorian, you've got to have Disney Plus. And then if you want to watch Queen's Gambit, you've got to have Netflix. And so people are going, I'm not subscribing to all these networks. And so they're going that way. There is that other counter argument of most people I would say, well, maybe you just subscribe to HBO Max when you want to watch all of them. Or you after Discovery. That's 
that's that's, that's my best. approach. Yeah, I I've, I finished season three of Discovery. I don't need the CBS All Access anymore. Um, I'll either hold on to that money or I will subscribe to a different one. Yeah, and I think I think you know people are you know that that's the the benefit of this new system, but it also shows you why why like Disney Plus you know and and they people are still moaning about the weekly releases like. You know, this is why, because One Division is more likely to get you for at least two months if you're a Marvel fan, than if you were if you could do it all at once. You know, people are going, well, the binge network. It's been, yeah, but Netflix is realizing now that this binge system, it can destroy a show in two weeks because it's all gone. And yeah, and they've had this like built up demand and stuff, but ultimately, you know, the weekly release helps keep people stops the churn rate. Um, it's like now, if we had all one division next week, there'd be a load of people subscribed for a month, and then they won't come back in February. And then Falcon comes in in March, and then they'll do the same. And then they say, so doing it the way they do it, they they'll manage to keep you as a subscriber probably the most of the year because you're going to keep doing that. Um, if you don't, if you want to wait, you can wait. Um, personally, I feel like you know, like Disney Plus is in a different category because of the price compared to like HBO Max. Um, I'll be honest, like I watch a few HBO shows and stuff because they're on Sky over here. But would I pay £15 a month for it? I don't know. Um, it's that tricky, that tricky line of would I just, but I know I would dab, I would have definitely, if I was in the US, I'd have jumped in to get Wonder Woman for a month and probably then been like, okay, what else is coming up? Do I need it or not? But I would have, yeah. I would have been someone that would have jumped in, watched one. I'm literally waiting for Wonder Woman to drop onto premium video on demand because they released it in cinemas like three days before they closed them all um <laughs> so it's like i want to i want to watch wonder woman and i'm going to pay the premium rental to watch it because I, I i know there's been a lot of stick about it but i haven't, I haven't seen anything like proper superhero stuff for ages i've, I've you know like, this brand new and i'm like I thought, yeah I'll, I'll rent it because it's something that would i would have gone normally and seen it but you know that's the difference so i do think there is that issue with um, this whole situation of, you know, everyone's got different reasons. It's not right. It's not, um, it, there's not an excuse for it. Oh, oh, right. sorry for, sorry for your, for your cat's debut. Yeah. yeah. It's a rare, the rare audible <laughs> appearance of the cat. Yeah. All you can hear is my dog snoring. Um, but it is, yeah. <laughs> it's not my stomach rumbling, tummy rumbling. Um, but yeah, no, it is, I think just one of those situations of, there's always going to be there and I think there will be a rise in it as more and more streaming networks keep opening up and people are unwilling to pay for them all. Yeah. I mean, we've been talking about this literally since our first podcast too, where it's like, there are a lot of networks. There are more networks coming down, down the pike and yeah, it, it's replacing TV in that sense, but at least consumers at the moment have the choice. You can go, all right, I'll do HBO Max for a month and I'll watch Wonder Woman and I'll check out um, uh, oh, the, the, the new Looney Tunes show. Yeah. I'll check that out and I'll check out Westworld while I'm there and maybe I'll watch like Sopranos because I never watched Sopranos. One of that. I haven't just yeah. saying someone else would i tried, I tried it, we, we tried watching it in the lockdown and it, we didn't get more than like two episodes into i i would say it actually it was groundbreaking at the time yeah. um it set a lot of the trends uh, but man it meandered at times it was very slow paced but in any event it's there if you want to watch it on hbo max and then the month is up or two months or however many and you go over all right i'm going to get caught up on 
uh, what's over on Peacock. And then I'm going to finish that up and I'm going to go get caught up on CBS All Access. And, and yeah, I mean, just I've jumped between them. The one I, I mean, I probably use Amazon the least. Amazon, because it, it always comes up as like being one of the most subscribed networks. And it's like, yeah, but if you took away the Prime delivery, how many people would actually be sub to video? Um, yeah, I, I, Amazon Prime sits on its own own little pedestal because I agree with you on that. Most people have Prime Video as a bonus to having the free shipping and the 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 bonuses for using Amazon. Yeah. And then you can also have um, Man in the High Castle or yeah. or whatever. Um, the expanse the expanses are really a really good one, but it's like actually, would I we... would I subscribe just for the expanse? Yeah. Probably not. Well, I mean, to be honest, I never really went on there because um, my wife watches Outlander, and I did watch. I watched the first season of The Card on it, um, or most of the season, but yeah, it's not been a huge amount on there. But I've I've had to say to people like, you know, oh, it's on the Amazon Video. Well, I haven't got Amazon Video. Have you got Prime? Yeah, well, I said you've got it. You know, they didn't realize. I mean, it kind of comes down to this whole thing as well of like, you know, a, a friend of mine, you know, she got six months free Disney Plus, and they're like, oh, I can get it. And I said, like, she goes, oh, I, what about her, like, her nephew? Or not her nephew, her son. And I'm like, well, four of you can watch it at the same time. I said, so in theory, both of your kids with their kids could watch it. And uh, all, all of you could all go under one subscription. And she's like, oh, that's great. It's like, and that was like, you start looking at it going, you know, to me, that's where this whole, I know they don't want you doing this, like the password sharing and all the rest of it. But it's like, you know, that's to me, like, that's a much better way of just sort of doing it. You know, if you can't afford it, maybe split split the split it with a friend. You know, that's how I would. You know, if you if you if you get to that thing of like, well, you do Paramount and I do Disney Plus, and we swap, and that's you know, you that's a way of getting around it much more than kind of just sort of going down the piracy route because at least that way they are getting the money, and you're kind of using you're kind of using a loophole to get around it. Um, and let's be honest, we've all you know, we've all you know. I mean, how many of us actually realistically share our accounts with our parents or our brothers and sisters and stuff? You know, I know. And it's like, it's what people do, isn't it? Um, you just kind of, you know, so a lot of people do. From a more practical perspective, um, like I know my sister is currently living with my, my parents and she pays for the HBO Max subscription. They pay for the Netflix subscription. Yeah. It's all under one roof. It's yeah. it's still technically password sharing, but you know the they're all just yeah. kind of mixing it up together there. Well, it's not password sharing if you've logged in on their telly. That's the <laughs> that, mm, fair, but it's it's still in that same area of like, oh, I recorded um, Darkwing Duck on the VHS last week, and yeah. then bringing it in yeah. and and letting a friend take the video home or whatever. Um, you probably wouldn't admit it on official channels if you were doing that. Yeah. But uh, similarly, though, if you do live in a household uh, where people can can pay their own way, splitting the cost of the premium rentals on Disney Plus is you know thirty dollars is a lot for one person to eat, but you split it up with three people, that's ten dollars a head. Then you're getting much more reasonable at that point. Yeah, I think I think there's the kind of thing, isn't it? Of you know, it's like with the, the, the whole like password sharing thing, and and like ultimately they're all right in trying to clamp down on it. And why? What the main thing they're doing 
is trying to clamp down on, for example, say I take out a subscription and then I then go, right, I've got three other people could use it. I can sell it on to three other people at like $2 a piece. And that's what they, you know, you get, that's what they're trying to clamp down on or people selling it on, you know, you buy a subscription and you sell it onto four people and you make a profit kind of thing. That was where, you know, people, what people were doing. Um, there's a, I can kind of get it as well. Like with maybe like, you can see how they could maybe do it with, your location like if you're too far apart of like going okay. but there again you know a lot of people then say well well my college my kids at college and they've got access to it and it's like well they're it's like and there is so many different there's so much gray area and i think you've they've got to kind of work out of how ultimately that's why they they have limits you know four people streaming at once for disney plus seven devices ten was it ten ten devices seven accounts so therefore it's like you know, if you've got a family of five and they've all got a device and you've got a television, you're going to mean you like, you can't really give it to another family because you're going to push out your limit. You know, if you can only have two people streaming at once, you know, you can't give it out to too many people because you're going to have to have, so that's, they have, they have, they have brought these things in to kind of pull it back a bit. Cause if it was just a free for all and you've got 150 people all locked into one account watching at once, you know, it makes sense why they've done it. Yeah, well, they have to balance practicality with reality. I mean, that's that's what it, what it comes down to. How many how many concurrent streams can we have that seems reasonable for the average household? Versus, uh, if we give too many streams, then uh, you know you, your your seven dollar account is earning you fifteen dollars a month off of. Well, I, I remember when Disney Plus launched, and people were going, "Well, we've got nine of us in our house." we all can't watch at once on our different devices. And it's like, yeah, but that's the, you know, it's like, okay, you're going to need two subscriptions. If all, if all nine of you are all watching the Mandalorian at the same time in different rooms, you it's like, yeah, but you, it's like that kind of thing. Like, yeah, but how, or how many people does that realistically affect compared to the normal size household? You know, they've picked up those numbers for a reason because that's what they've got. Um, the reality of how, if you've got all nine of your children all watching, Disney Plus on different devices, all at watching different things, then you're getting your money's worth. Um, but there is those kind of limits in place. I mean, I've never, I don't know if I've actually ever seen anyone ever even post an image of of them having the limit come up, any warning or anything like that. I've never heard about anyone ever having this come up. But I suspect if it did came up, it would be in a situation where your account was hacked or something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just know myself of like, you know, I have, you know, I access Disney Plus on my laptop to get you know, to look in there and look around it. I've got the app installed on my Skybox. I've got the app installed on my TV and I've got the app installed on my, well, I had it on my old Xbox and Playstations and I had it on my phone. And I'm like, I was like, well, like my brother got it. Well, no, I'm already up to like six or seven devices anyway. So like if you and your kids go on it, it's going to push me up. And I'm like... It's like that was the thing for me. Like logistically, I go, no, I'm already near coming to the. I'm already three quarters of the way through my device list. Oh yeah, I don't need it on all of the different ones. But when does it stop? We don't know. Um, and you kind of get to the thing of like, you know, oh, you don't need it on all those different devices. Well, I bought a new television, so my Xbox. You know, there's no doesn't seem to be a way of going in there and taking your devices off like you you can on other platforms. So 
over the last year, I had it on the PlayStation 4 and then I had it on the Xbox One. I haven't put it on the new consoles because I don't need it. I bought a new television and I put it on there. So suddenly then that's two televisions out of your 10. You know, things like that, which is like you can't take them off, which is very, I don't know how, how it works. Well, there is a mass remove yeah. button at least, but there is not a remove the Xbox or um, disable it on this particular tablet or anything like that. I'm kind of thinking like how many devices would I need to hit the limit? Cause it's just me. No one yeah. else is on my yeah. account at all. Be like, I, I, I would have to buy an Xbox series X an Xbox one, a PlayStation four and a PlayStation five, like smart computers, tablet. I would have to get a couple more tablets or something like that. Yeah. Well, I just, if, you, if, if I look at it just literally on the last 12 months, so I had it on the PS4 and the PS and the Xbox One. So I upgraded both those consoles to the Series X and the PS5. So that's four of my. F- I had a television. I then brought a new television. So that's six. I then had my phone, my iPad, and my laptop, and that's then my phone. Bo- yeah. and my Sky and my Sky Q box. That's ten. I'm at ten just on. So if you can't take them off, you know. I don't know how it works or what it does, but this is where I was sort of thinking, well, I'm actually getting like, yeah, I'm not using at least five of those devices anymore, but how long do they register? I don't know. don't even know if it's an issue, but there was that feeling going, you know, and that's just me, you know, just living my life of upgrading, you know, equipment as and when, but you, you know, you, you know that you've got that limit. It's just very, I don't think I've never seen anybody ever say that they've had a problem, but you know, I there is that issue. I would hope you would think that Disney, the app would recognize that this device hasn't been activated in a year, that it shouldn't, but I don't really have that much faith in the app being that smart. Generally speaking, app designers won't do that. Um, there's too many variables. Yeah. They, they, they can't know. Um, yeah, I, I haven't logged in on my PlayStation 4 in, uh, in eight months, but that's because I've been using the switch instead of the PlayStation. Yeah. So I, I just haven't turned it on. And then you switch back to the PlayStation cause um, ghost of Tsushima or something comes out, yeah. something you wanted to play on the PlayStation and you log into to Disney plus like, well, you haven't used this in eight months. So go through the entire login procedure again, which I mean, admittedly is not exactly complicated, but still it can be annoying to, like I was ready to watch a movie and now I have to get up and I have to go to my computer and go to like the Disney plus link account, whatever. And just like, yeah, it, yeah. it's those little tiny annoyances that really get to people. Yes. Oh, we had it on our TV though, on the BBC. It came up and goes, please log in, mm-hmm. like go to this website. And then we get on Amazon. You like, um, and I had that really annoying thing on the piece on the laptop the other day where it like, it, it did the thing of it logged me out of everything. oh no but it's you know this is it is just the way it is but all this kind of way of you know all has an impact eventually but nevertheless let's have a quick look at the trending list before we head off um so here we go so at the bottom we have horton here's a who avengers endgame toy story 4 mulan onward jesse frozen Frozen 2, Moana, The Clone Wars, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, Legends, obviously that's jumped quite a bit up, The Simpsons, The Mandalorian, and so I think that looks to be like it's only like 15 rather than the full 25. 
Does that, I have so. a I have a very different list on on my. Well, that's too. that's what's coming up on my on the US. Um, are you sure it didn't cut off? Um, after Horton, who's it? Here's a who because I've got things like Zootopia, Toy Story. Yeah, Burrow, it, it does Tangled. because this happens quite a few times where you like I only get like the fifteen on my phone. I started doing that recently. Huh. Inside um, Out is at the. It's hit the list. I wonder if a lot of people watch it did, Soul it and like, Yeah, oh yeah. See here on, on on the laptop, we've then got like after Horton Hears Who, we've got Zootopia, Toy Story, Borrow, Tangled, Incredibles 2, Coco, Once Upon a Time, Star Wars Rebels, Bluey, and Inside Out. Yeah, Inside Out had a bit of a bump after Soul. I think a lot of people were like, oh, this reminds me of Inside Out. So let's watch that. I think a lot of people were like, my kids were really bored of Soul, so we, we turned on the one that they liked more, which is not, if you've seen our review episode, you know that we, we loved Soul, but yeah, I, I don't think too many kids are, are going to find it quite as engaging as, as most other Pixar movies. Yeah, I, I don't know like the long term life in it, but I mean, you know, people are still um, still enjoying Soul, which is nice. Also, um, again, people kind of jumping back into Rebels by the looks of it. Um, I'm wondering, I'm wondering how many people jumped into Rebels to find out more about the dark saber, and how many uh, lore nerds jumped in there to be like, but, but Sabine gave the dark saber to, to yeah. um, oh man, totally blanking on her name right Bo-Katan. now. Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan, thank you. There we are. To uh, to Starbuck, <laughs> no. The, <laughs> She totally gave it to her in the Rebels episode. I wonder how many people went back to to verify that, or who who might be new to to the Dark Saber went back and and saw those episodes. Yeah, it's, it should be it should be fun to see how it was just funny how I just remember like I think it was like last week with the trending chart of just Christmas just boom. This is like because up the week the few weeks running up to Christmas we were getting to the point where we like half the tr- top trending was was Christmas movies and like Christmas Day done. Every Christmas movie just piled out of the chart. I don't know. Was it? And I always find it strange with Christmas because, to, you know, I always think like, you know, Christmas is kind of like Christmas to New Year's Day. You know, that's kind of like your, your Christmas period, and, and like everyone gets to like Boxing Day and it's like, oh, I'm done with Christmas now. I'm, I'm bored of it. I've watched all the movies and all the, and there's and again, you saw it with the trending of just like everyone just like, like no, that would be the week that you would normally watch it, but everyone now does the opposite. Whether you watch all the Christmas stuff running up to it. And in that week between Christmas and New Year, everyone like, now nah, we've had enough of this. There's only 330 something days until Christmas, guys. You got to get into the spirit. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, it's, I know it was, again, it's, but it shows you that repeat value of what, of what Disney Plus has. Of The minute the Christmas movies are on, the kids went straight back to their favorite movies. <laughs> and the Mickey Mouse um, Clubhouse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's uh, funny. Puppy Dog Powers is not in there as well. Right. On that note, guys, thank you very much for joining us. Um, we'll be back next week with another episode where we'll be talking about WandaVision. And on that note, guys, thank you very much for joining us. Again, you can find us on all the different audio platforms like Spotify, iTunes, Google, etc. Subscribe to us on YouTube as well. And you can also join our Facebook group as well, which has got over 150 odd thousand members. So thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you guys soon. Later. Later. <laughs>